Hello and welcome to Is Your Way In Your Way podcast. And I am your host, Cassandra Crawley Mayo. And as you know, for my listeners, this is the podcast for my listeners who are ready to move forward in their lives, overcome obstacles, mitigate those self-imposed and even those external barriers that's preventing you from living your best life. Although there may be many of you who are living your best life, you're living to your full potential, but there could be just one particular thing that you would like to be able to overcome. And if that's the case, then this podcast is for you. We talk about topics related to your personal and business development, and even your self-improvement. And our topic today is titled burnout. (laughs) You've heard of burnout, right? Well, actually, just so you know, burnout is a growing and it's a serious problem in our primary care practices. And let me explain to you what burnout is. And just think about this. If, in fact, you are burned out, It's very hard to move forward on your goals and and aspirations because you don't have the energy, you're depleted. It's because burnout is like, it's a state of physical, emotional, and I say even social, parental, and mental exhaustion that's caused by prolonged stress. It's caused by prolonged stress that could be caused by overwork, having personal and uh, business challenges, uh, overworked, and also overwhelmed and feeling unappreciated, uh, unappreciated. And as I indicated before, it is a growing and it's a very serious problem in healthcare practices. I found that quite interesting because for those who have read my book, I talk about uh, stress in my book and how stressed I was. And whenever I went to the doctor, the doctor would always say my ailment was stress and I would get so flustered and frustrated with him. Like, how can all of these, how can this be stress? I'm having headaches, backaches and all of this. But anyway, that's what he said. So as I started working towards me having my best life, I realized how right he was because of the different symptoms that I had as a result of it. Now, burnout affects people in various ways. And it only it also affects um, in different industries, ages, and cultures. So symptoms could include chronic fatigue, um, headaches, uh, demotivated, just don't have the energy. I would also say a cynicism. Cynicism is like feeling distrust, uh, like something is not going to go well. Also, reduce a sense of accomplishment. And as you go through these phases or stages, as you're going through these symptoms and having what I'm calling burnout, when you have these symptoms, you start having dissatisfaction with relationships, your colleagues, even your physical health. Now, high levels of burnout, oh my goodness, have been met with anxiety, depression, 
insomnia, and low job performance. And the causes of them are burnout. The causes of burnout is excessive workload, lack of control or autonomy, unclear job expectations, or either uh, symptoms could be, I'm sorry, the causes could be you are, have these high expectations of yourself and you're unable to meet, meet those expectations. And that it just flusters you because that's usually a, a, a high level of burnout can be met with, I indicated also with its different personality traits. You could be a perfectionist like I am, like I was. I'm still a perfectionist, but not to the degree that I used to be. And that definitely would stress me out. Um, and also, um, tendency to overwork myself or yourself to contribute to the burnout. Now, let me talk about um, some studies that were done by Gallup. Gallup um, did a workforce study panel, which I found very interesting. And I have a question for you. And I need to read what those um, what they stated. Now, my question to you is, who do you think, which workers do you think have the highest burnout level in what industries? Think about it. Which workers do you think have the highest burnout level? And this was done with a panel. And you probably answered it and some of you are right and some of you are wrong. But I was just, well, as I thought about it, I was like, well, I guess I could see that based on how things are going now, but the highest levels, uh, the industries nationally and increasing was K through 12. K through 12. Now, this is the education field. That level was at moving to increasing to 44%. And the next is college and university workers was the next highest college and university. So kind of think about that. Why would K through 12 workers burnout level be so high. Also, professional services were 33%, retail, 32%, and healthcare uh, is 31%. Now, if you're working in any of these industries, I'm certain that you can relate on why you believe these, uh, high, these are the highest burnout levels. Now, my next question to you, what jobs have the highest burnout rate? Um, that's experiencing symptoms. Like what particular job do you think? Now, the first one was about the burnout levels, the highest burnout level. Now I'm going to talk about specific jobs. Any jobs you think where the burnout rate is extremely high? Well, the um, Gallup panel posed this and indicated that physicians have the highest burnout rate. And next comes social workers. And think about what they do, what the functions of these are. Police officers, can you imagine? Even air traffic control now particularly um, have what I would call, what they call experiencing um, the highest burnout rate. And, And also emergency response workers. And one of the things that the study indicated that all of these can do is have a discussion. They called it having um, um, a workforce discussion or having, um, um, what do you call it? Um, Studies and work groups together so that 
panels, I'm sorry, the word I want to use is panels and just have a discussion about the uh, the burnout rate and why they think that is just to have the dialogue and have conversation about it amongst your peers, I think is 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 uh, a definitely a way to go. Uh, just having that with your peers, peers, and it may alleviate a lot of the stigma behind being burnt out because a lot of us don't want to tell our bosses or even share that we're burned out because it's, it appears like it's a weakness, but it really isn't. It's actually, that's just how our makeup is. And that's just how things are. We just have a lot going on in our lives. Uh, another thing they're calling it, what I call the great exhaustion is what's going on now These in these capacities. Now, um, McKinsey and company talked about consistent burnout with people consistently. 42% women are consistently burned out at work and 35% of men report feeling burnout. Now, just because we are consistently burn out. Just think about what we do as women, you know, not only work, and I'm not saying men don't do this, but just think about all the things that we as women have on our plates, um, which prevents us from, can prevent us from having a work-life balance and not prioritizing what we should be prioritizing. Now, one of the things I found very interesting is the millennials are being called the burnout generation. And those are people from like 27 to 42. So if you know of anyone, and if you fall into this category, they're saying that you're, um, you are called the burnout generation. And I did a little deeper dive into that and was kind of curious to why that was. And one of the things they say, millennials have um, challenges with low pay, uh, so you can imagine uh, they have low pay. They have the technical techie addiction, always on the phone, um, doing things with social media and then the college debt and then the discrimination that they are um, a part of and the violence and the bullying. Um, and then they have millennials have this independent nature, you know, that they could do this themselves. They don't need any help. And that's because, too, if you think about their learning life skills, because they want to be independent. However, when they don't have the money or living above their means, it's very difficult. So that's why they've been called the um, the burnout generation. So they're at 59 percent. Now, then next you have the Gen X's. The Gen X's are at, at 58%. They're coming right behind the millennials. And that's ages 43 to 58 years old. Um, and then you have the Gen Z's that are 54%. So they're kind of running neck and neck beside each other. Then the baby boomers are um, at 31%. And perhaps that's because baby boomers at this point in time, we uh, live differently. They were... Um, wasn't a whole lot of college debt back in those days. Those are ages from 59 to, to 77. And some many of us did not even go to go to school. So I just found that pretty interesting when I look at, and if you have people in your circle, and if you are millennial burnout, we definitely want to stay tuned and kind of hear the strategies and how that can be overcome. Now, the strategies for preventing burnout is you have to incorporate a work-life balance. You have to reprioritize what you are doing 
Um, and you have to like set these boundaries and self-care is critical. Now, when I talk about self-care, I'm talking about your lifestyle. It's not about losing weight. It's about watching your lifestyle. So therefore, you know, um, because when you put the onus on just that, then you forget the overall, um, lifestyle of self-care that's necessary. Like you want to get enough sleep. You want to eat properly. You want to exercise as well and take care of yourself and prioritize your well-being. Um, but those about delegate tasks, you can't do it all. Prioritize your self-care because if you don't take care of yourself, you won't be able to take care of anything else. And if you don't, and if, you, if you're not well, it's going to be even more difficult. So it's important to talk about burnout because it's prevalent issue and affects everybody these days. Now, also, now the benefits of preventing burnout is increased productivity, uh, better mental health, improved quality of life. Now, who wouldn't want to have that? And I tell you, when you, when you are burned out, it just not only in the job force, not only personal and business, it impacts your surroundings. You know, just think about you being in a business and you have customers and if you're demotivated and just tired and exhausted, you're not going to give your, 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 I would say the protocol for customer service to anybody because you don't, you don't have the energy to, to provide it. Now, once I said it's burnout is not a weakness, it's just, and that seeking help is a sign of strength. So I encourage you to seek that type of help. And also, you know, I like to put myself, and I did earlier, and I said that I was in the burnout burnout line. Even Dave Chappelle, who knows Dave Chappelle and Selena Gomez and Sandra Bullock. So I'm sharing these names. It's not that I'm name dropping. I just want you to know that you're not alone for those who have experienced burn, burnout, but all, but yet we want to make sure that we do what's necessary to overcome burnout. So, um, so let me share this with you. Now, if you, I want to give you some signs and I want you to think about it. I want you to think about people in your circle of influence that may be heading towards this. Now, if you're physically exhausted, feeling tired all the time, um, difficult sleeping, have restful sleep, that that could be a sign that you're heading that way. Another one is emotional exhaustion, feeling emotionally drained and overwhelmed, very irritable, and you're frustrated all the time, uh, decreased motivation or interest in doing any activities. So that's also, guys, a sign that you're heading that way. And then decreased performance. If you're not performing to the level that you had been, you need to think about it. What's going on? Why aren't you? If you're not motivated, then you could, that could definitely be an answer. And that feeling cynical, being negative towards yourself, coworkers, or just yourself feeling detached or disconnected is another sign. And then, of course, you have physical symptoms. Remember when I said I was having headaches and stomach aches and back aches, you know, if you're having all of these, if you're tired all the time, if you emotionally drained, if you're not performing uh, negative towards yourself and others and having these muscle tension or pain, all of that, um, it's, it's, it increases just um, 
to, for illness. I mean, then you'll start having health issues and then you start feeling um, unsatisfied or unfulfilled. So if you know of anyone that's experiencing that or yourself, we must get some help. And let me share some ways that I believe that we could overcome that. Now, it's kind of the opposite. You know, it's, it's practice self-care. Practice self-care. Prioritize your rest. Designate a time, perhaps when you should go to bed or taking breaks or, you know, saying, well, I'm going to put this off because this is more important and my well-being is more important as well. So, and I also said, set these boundaries, better work-life balance. Let's say, you know, you may want to get up earlier and accomplish what you need and just cut it off. Have a designated time that you want to shut it down because work is never done. You can always find things to do, but you can't. It's only 24 hours in a day. So I would just highly suggest that you set your priorities and then seek support. Talk to your friends, your family, your your colleagues. Um, remember I talked about there was a peer Support group. That's what I wanted to say when I was talking about um, the the positions that are very stressed. Have peer to peer conversation, peer support groups, and talk about it, and that will alleviate the stigma the stigma around being burnt out. Also, um, think about things that'll bring you joy. Prioritize and the stuff that'll bring you joy. Like I don't know. For me, sometimes the shopping joy is getting out of myself, going somewhere, getting away, getting out of my environment, uh, taking a trip. Just think about those things and make sure that you are doing things that bring you joy. Like if you have a hobby, if you have hobbies, you know, do that. If you like to read any hobby that you have, make time to do that. Um, because we don't live to work. We work to live. Have you ever heard of that before? You you do you work to live or you live to work? Which one do you do? Practice mindfulness, like meditate, uh, go to yoga, just have some quiet time amongst yourself. Reassess your goals and priorities. What are your goals? What are your priorities? What's important? Sure, jobs are important, absolutely. But is there a way that you could manage and um, prioritize what you do? And also another thing is, I'm going to talk about an employer. Employer can play a, a role in this. Be an advocate for burnout. You know, talk to the employer. Talk about maybe have even town hall meetings at your job or focus groups centered around mental wellness and that will alleviate the stigma. Talk about maybe flexible work arrangements. You know, you talk about, you know, a lot of, I remember working and, you know, wanting that flexible work arrangements. And first of all, the boss didn't even want you to work from home. And actually the data and the studies were showing that people are feeling disconnected, you know, because many of them are not going to work, but yet then they um, believe that contributes to burnout because it's just them, they're home alone. And, and then, you know, everybody, like I said, they're various uh, reasons why people are burned out, but it's, it's, it's happening. Uh, another way to overcome it, I think is, uh, if you can, when I talked about finding more joy, you know, finding things that you enjoy doing, like 
that that will enable you to laugh or or to to smile. You know, uh, I think smiling releases a uh, is first of all, it's it's contagious, and if you smile and laugh, it's it's going to release endorphins, dopamine, and serotonin. You know, so if you can smile and plus smiling is contagious, but when you're burned out, it's difficult to smile. I know because I've been there. However, I know to surround myself with people that will make me laugh or don't look at things on television that are so serious. Or there have been times when I won't even look at the news on television because everything appears to be such bad news that just disrupts my train of thought and my mind and my psyche and all of that. So what I'd like to say is give you all a, a call to action. I talked about self-care and setting boundaries, you know, for burnout. Make sure you do that. You do your exercise. I want you to reflect on your own well-being and assess if that may, may be at risk for burnout. Remember I talked about what are some of the symptoms you know, if you're tired and you're irritable and you just may be a tired, irritable person anyway, but yet you could be just burned out. You know, you need some downtime, you need to take some time off or you need to take a mental health day and be an advocate for it. Like I indicated and share with your with your uh, boss, um, you know, to perhaps have those types of meetings or peer to peer. And also as a boss model it because bosses get burned out too. I mean, they get burned out just as much as you are, but if you notice many of them go out and they play golf, you know, and no one talks about that. And for those who don't play golf, you know, he's like, so what do we do? Well, maybe you can go get a massage or, you know, just have an off day, a a, a mental day or something. But they, uh, many of them spend the time because that's relief. That's a lot of release for individuals who like to play golf. Um, also remember to, um, uh, take your breaks when you need it. Um, and also burnout is preventable and it's manageable. So don't let anyone tell you. So we definitely need to get out of our way in reference to that because we can prevent it and we can manage these issues. So I, by taking care of yourselves, you're going to live a happy and healthier life. And I encourage you to get out of your own way. You may have been programmed to do all of these things, work this, um, work all these hours, come home, take care of the kids, take the kids here, do this, do that. Let your spouse know you need a break. Whoever is in your, your circle of influence or your community, share what you're going through. Don't be ashamed of. There's nothing to be ashamed of. We're only human. We're not, um, you're human beings. We're not human machines. So if, if you believe that this particular podcast is going to help someone, please share it with them because we don't want to be in a mode of burnout, particularly when the statistics are showing in the healthcare industry that these healthcare practices are saying it is increasing like crazy. And as it increases, we're just not productive. We are getting sick. Illnesses are happening. Like I said, um, I believe in my book, stress will kill you. So you do what, what it takes as long as it's moral, ethical, and legal to do what it is that you need to do to alleviate all this burnout. So I'd like to close up by now and um, 
And I want you to continue this conversation with your uh, friends or colleagues about preventing burnout and what are some ways that you all could do that and maybe how you all can support each other. Okay, so thank you for listening. Remember, every Wednesday at one o'clock, I'll be on. And as I said before, please share this if you believe this will be a blessing to someone. Okay, thanks so much for listening. And bye for now and God bless you.